1: Sean J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.
2: Patriots beat the Arizona Cardinals. The news coming out of the game, Kyler Murray with a likely torn ACL 90 seconds into the game. Uh, you know, non-contact injury, but that's bad news. We're going to get to that in a second, but there is some breaking news, Key. Mississippi State coach Mike Leach died monday night from complications related to a heart condition the school announced he was 61 Mm. so mike leach has passed away um well,
3: hearts and prayers uh you know go out to um him you know his family himself what the team the university and everybody who lives that he's obviously touched You know, I had the opportunity to to get to know Mike Leach out on the West Coast when he was coaching at Washington State and being a part of the recruiting circle with my son. And, you know, just having interactions with him was such a such a pleasant football mind and a man, you know, that just was always fun to talk to. Great insight um, in these situations. You know, you just hate that you hate to hear something like this. What a tragedy for a young man at 61 years old. I mean, he wasn't. You know, he's not 90, 95. We're talking about 61. Um, And he certainly uh, brought a lot of excitement to college football with his offense and innovations and the things that he was able to do with the air raid system. And his tree of air raid coaches, I mean, there's a long laundry list of guys that was under his tutelage that I'm sure are feeling this
2: right now in the day, just like all of us. Did you – do you have any thoughts about how his style of of offense changed college football?
3: Um, you know, it was it was it was spread, it was open, wide ball got out quick. You know, Mike Leach didn't believe in running the football, and he won a lot of games by doing it his way. I was at a UCLA Washington State game a couple years, and it was first and goal a couple years ago. It was first and goal like the itch line. They threw the ball four straight times.
2: So <laughs> did you they know, score? Just, no, I guess not. Four, if they did, they score I, on the fourth
3: pass. I I don't think they, I don't think they got in. no they didn't get in matter of fact and uh, but that was that was what he wanted to do. I watched him come into the Coliseum beat USC with the offense. Uh, it's just it was one of those offenses man you just say if you want to put up a bunch of numbers and just show your skill set, you can go to Washington State and get it done or Texas Tech and get it done or now Mississippi State and get it done. even when way back when he was the offensive coordinator at Kentucky years ago, The offense was just prolific in terms of putting the football in the air. I think Tim Couch was his quarterback back then.
2: Yeah. Whatever judgment you make of Mike Leach, the football coach, the man, all that stuff, there are very few people who actually do something new. You know, like I I talk about this key, that Lupe Fiasco line. I love that line. um, Did you improve on the design? Did you do something new? Because – How many actual innovators are there, right? Usually people are derivative of the original. So there's – and then they can start making the original look dated. You know, this happens in art and music and whatever. Like someone comes up with something new. Eventually they start to seem like, ah, yeah, okay, I get it because everyone does it. But how many people in their walks of life, in their chosen profession, actually do something new, right? Like actually innovate. Air Raid is – was innovative, right? I mean, like that's a that was a that's a, that's a mark left. It, it
3: is, and it's just you know putting the ball it was putting the ball in the air all over the lot, uh, spreading everybody out with wide splits all the way out to the numbers, basically stacking guys behind one another, and it just made things complicated. For defenses to try to, you know, stick with them and go fast pace, you you could they would erase twenty eight point deficits like it was nothing. One
2: hundred fifty eight and one hundred seven in twenty one seasons. We're talking about Mike Leach. Um, Mike Leach has passed away, Mississippi State coach, Monday night from complications related to the heart condition to to a heart condition. The school announced he was sixty one years old. We are going to get to Monday Night Football to the Patriots' win, to uh, Kyler Murray's injury. Looks like a torn ACL early in that game. And how that affects the Cardinals going forward, including their coach, Cliff Kingsbury. We're going to get into all that. But right now, the breaking news, Mississippi State coach Mike Leach passed away, complications related to a heart condition, at 61 years old. And we're talking about his offensive innovation that has has reached the NFL really key. I mean, uh, Kingsbury has had... Success. I mean, this is kind of related to what we were originally going to talk about in, in with the Arizona Cardinals, because I know you don't believe in kind of pure air raid in the NFL, but that doesn't mean some modification of it doesn't work. They seem to it seemed to work in Arizona when, as you were lamenting, hey, they need to run the ball more, but they started to and they started to have more success when they did it. So, some version, of, you know, it doesn't need to be in its pure form to have an well, influence. Max-
3: All teams, for the most part, offensive coaches in the National Football League have some sort of principle of the air raid within their system. Uh, Whether it's in a two-minute drill, whether it's in a regular, you know, regular four-minute, whatever the case is, there's some some similarities and principles that are there. Uh, One of the things that Cliff Kingsbury, I mean, not Cliff, I'm sorry, Lincoln Riley uh, learned from it was that he needed to run the football a little bit more. And at Oklahoma, he ran the football. At USC, he ran the football. And a year ago in the National Football League, Cliff Kingsbury tried to run the football a little bit more. And they've gotten away from it some this year, but they tried to run the football some. Uh, You know, one of the reasons I was never a huge, huge fan of it is because it tires my defense out. My defense gets out on the field, and they are now, you know, three and out before you know it. They're back on the field because if the offense fails to move the football down the field for whatever reason, they're right back out there, and it wears the defense down. That's why if you look at the style in which the fast-paced offense comes from, the defenses usually tend to struggle because of that time of possession, that sort of thing.
2: So, meantime, the air raid and Mike Leach's uh, offensive philosophy – trickled down to you know like down his coaching tree and and your own I say your key but Lincoln Riley because your team is actually USC that's your actual team um and and Lincoln Riley as you see right there blink you blink year one there they are on the door of the college football playoff right what, what stops them yeah the defense but but boy that offense gets them close doesn't it yeah, and, and you look at
3: Mike Leach and you look at his, you know how you see these big giant menus in the NFL or in college, for instance, and holding up to your face and hide the people are going to read your lips. He's got like a little napkin <laughs> and his little napkin and that's it. And he's got, you know, I don't know, 20 plays on this little napkin. And he flips it over from one side to the next to the next. And I remember asking him, because I worked his camp out here at Redlands in Redlands, California, when he was um, – coaching at Washington State, he, he invited me to come work his football camp out in L.A. And uh, I asked him, I said, man, how are you going to call plays on a napkin? He goes, well, it's all in my mind. I know what I'm doing. It was like a, just a little bitty piece of paper, had nothing on it, no menu, no nothing,
2: just unbelievable. All right, we are going to have more on Mike Leach, the late Mike Leach, Mississippi State coach Mike Leach, who passed away last night, Monday night, from complications related to a heart condition the school announced he was 61 years old. We're going to have more on Mike Leach throughout the day here on ESPN. Meantime, Key, um, we've been talking about Mike Leach, his influence, the air raid. Of course, that gets us talking about not only Lincoln, Lincoln Riley at your with your USC Trojans and the success immediately that he's had, like Blink and, boy, they're a powerhouse again, but also Cliff Kingsbury, who got a head coaching job, obviously, in the NFL and seemed to be tied at the hip with uh, Kyler Murray, right? And now Kyler Murray's knee injury means that he's going to be, is he even going to play next year or certainly be 100% of himself a year from now with a torn ACL? It looks like it's a torn ACL. But I was also thinking about the way it might or may not, you tell me, affect Lamar Jackson in his contract negotiations. Because as you know, whatever the truth is, Teams will use what they can to try to, to try to not pay guys, right? You know, if you're negotiating with, with a, a guy who – it's not just that Lamar runs, Kyler runs in and out of the pocket. It's the way they cut. It's the, it's the suddenness. It's the fast twitchies, right? It's a little different than just a guy who runs. Um, what about that? Will this have any effect at all, do you think, on Lamar Jackson's contract negotiation? It, it, it shouldn't, um, and I don't think
3: it will. I think every every individual team organization player is on a case by case basis. Uh, if memory serves me right, I think Jimmy Garoppolo tore his ACL outside the pocket running. Had nothing to do. He doesn't cut like Lamar, and he doesn't cut like Kyler. But if if I'm memory serves me right, I think he tore his ACL running out of bounds. So it. it it just happens, man. That's just part of it. And if you're Lamar Jackson, you want what you want. This is what I'm worth. This is what you're going to pay me. And until then, I'm a, we're going to do something different.
2: Yeah, if I'm Lamar, I'm like, hold on. Deshaun got 230 fully guaranteed. Joe Burrow's coming up. Tell me he's under 200. Get out of here with that. None of those guys want MVPs yet. I'm younger than Joe Burrow by like three weeks. I'm going to need my money. I'm gonna If I'm Lamar Jackson, I'm going to need my money. That money's going to have to be – at least – no, you know what? It has to be at least a dollar more than what Deshaun Watson got. <laughs> it's got to be more than Deshaun if I – anyway, if I am uh, uh, Lamar Jackson. Meantime, um, Mississippi coach Mike Leach, as I mentioned, passed away last night, Monday night, complications related to a heart condition. He was 61 years old. Ryan McGee, ESPN senior writer and co-host of Marty and McGee. Ryan, uh, your thoughts on, on Mike Leach.
4: Well, it's just sad. I mean, you know, first and foremost, and you know, I would argue uh, he had just come off maybe his greatest season as a football coach considering what he did at Mississippi State this year in the SEC West. And the last time I talked to him was, was a week ago. And you know, I called him with a football question, and over the course of 45 minutes, we talked about uh, Magellan and we talked about Blackbeard and we talked about a uh, Geronimo and then eventually got around to, oh, by the way, you had a pretty nice football season. So it's just the world is a lot less interesting without Mike Leach in it, and college football is certainly a lot less interesting without Mike Leach in it. And so I just think that the shock of everything that's happened over the last 72 hours and the fact that, you know, I can't call him and have those bizarre
2: conversations is just uh, it's just super, super sad. Yeah, I can imagine. Um what did he mean? Do you think to the college to the college game? Well, what I love about college football is you don't know what
4: you're going to get, and you know if you watch any game on Saturday, this team might be running the triple option, you know, facing a team that's running the air raid, and you know the next night you might be watching a guy you know running the old old Jim Harbaugh, you know, pro formation, you know, versus somebody that's running, you know, the the, the with a pistol, whatever. And what I love about college football is the uniqueness of it. And no one, to me, was a better example of that than Mike Leach. And and it's just – that's it's the characters and it's the people. And ultimately in college football you're rooting for laundry, right? Because you only get these guys for a few years and then they move on to the league or they move on just out of football. But the constants are the coaches. And, you know, no offense to most of the other guys – it gets a little cookie cutter, right? You're dealing with kind of the same guy that learned from this guy who learned from that guy. And everybody in that Mike Leach, Hal Mummy, Air Raid, you know, tree, they're all kind of goofy. You know, they all kind of do things their own way. And so, to me, Mike Leach was kind of the ultimate example of that. You didn't have to agree with him. He certainly was not without his controversies. He certainly was not without his detractors. But no one didn't enjoy talking to him or debating with him. And they certainly, everyone enjoyed talking football with him. And, and so that, that part of it to me is, again, it's the greatest example of what I love about college football, which is the uniqueness of it. And there was no one more unique than Mike Leach.
3: Ryan, when you look at some of the assistant coaches that went on to become head coaches outside of Mike Leach, whether it was Josh Heupel or it's, it's our guy in Lincoln Riley at Cliff Kingsbury and a host of others, who do you think had the most success understanding so far, understanding the air raid system, and not just because of the talent, but also fine-tuning it to a different level?
4: Well, I mean, the, the next-gen version of that is Lincoln Riley. And, I mean, just Saturday night, three of the five Heisman finalists and four of the ten were coached by Mike Leach's disciples. I mean, that's the impact that he has. And to me – to your question to me that's the ultimate measurement of how great was a football coach you know Bear Bryant has been dead since 1983 and there are still branches of the Bear Bryant coaching tree that are out there and Nick Saban everyone in the SEC coached for Nick Saban at some point for the most part and so yeah to me Lincoln Riley is kind of the ultimate example of that because what Mike Leach did was he listen he went to BYU to play football and then he hurt his ankle. And then because he couldn't play, he just would sit in the film room with Lavelle Edwards and those guys in the early 80s when they were concocting this BYU, you know, pass-happy offense. And then he took that and he tweaked it and it evolved it and he turned it into what became the error rate. And to me, the next level of that is Lincoln Riley because he has taken what Mike Leach did and just tweaked it and tweaked it and tweaked it. It never stops evolving. And so to me, I mean, he's the guy. But, yeah, I mean, sitting there at the Heisman ceremony, I just was laughing like – these are all Leach dudes. It's just its the funniest thing to me.
2: We are going to have uh, much more on Mike Leach throughout the day here on ESPN Radio. Mississippi coach Mike Leach, Mississippi state coach Mike Leach, died Monday night, last night, from complications related to a heart condition. The school announced he was 61 years old. Ryan McGee, ESPN senior writer and co-host of Marty and McGee, is with us now talking about it. Um, I, I was. I mentioned earlier, um, uh, Ryan, that you know there are so few real innovators and a lot of derivative off the originals, right? Um, but but of course, when you say real innovator, everyone's standing on the shoulders of what came before them. And you mentioned Mike Leake t- tweaked to come up with the air raid. How significant was that tweaking, though? Was it a real? Do you think departure? If you study the history of the game. And talk about like the innovators. Was it a real new step? Was it just the evolution in a kind of uh, continuum of what came before, or was there something we need to circle about what he did and say, "Oh, here's a departure."
4: Well, I think it was a departure. And and again, I mentioned you know what BYU did in the 1980s was a departure from what everyone else did. You know, Lavelle Edwards was hired at BYU to run the option because that's what everyone else did in college football, and then he realized I can't win this way you know we're just going to keep winning four or five games a year and that's where we had this you know Robbie Bosco Jim McMahon you know sling it all over the place offense that showed up and then what Mike Leach did was he took that and his philosophy is funny he used to argue with me all the time he said this is not complicated you know this is a very simple idea which is I'm creating open spaces and I'm figuring out every way I can get to football into those open spaces and it sounds very basic but it's just the way that he did it. He kind of viewed the defense as water. You know, I'm going to make it flow this way, and I'm going to find an empty space, and I'm going to fill that space with a football player who's carrying the football. And so it all sounds very simple, and, and he used to say to me all the time, you guys try to act like this this complicated thing. The reality is it's just it's, it's finding an open man, but it's creating an opportunity to, to make that an, an open football player. And it started with Hal Mummy at Iowa Westland. And, oh, by the way, they had a really bad wide receiver named Dana Holgerson on that team. I mean, you know, it's all of these guys. And then they go to Kentucky and Tim Couch, and suddenly Kentucky's you know pretty good at moving the football. And then they went to Oklahoma, and his quarterback was Josh Heupel. And so everywhere he went along the way, the playbook that we saw at Mississippi State this year, it was reminiscent of what we saw at Washington State, at Texas Tech, you know, even in Kentucky and Oklahoma back in the day. But it wasn't the same. And it never changed. And he never changed as a person. That's what I loved about him was he was always trying to fill the empty spaces of his brain. Like, he wouldn't just sit there. He'd read a book. He'd go to a battlefield. You know, he'd go to a museum, everywhere he went. And so it wasn't just the evolution of the playbook. It was just it's the way he thought of everything, you know, including himself.
2: Thank you, Ryan McGee. That's ESPN senior writer and co-host of Marty and McGee, Ryan McGee. Thank you, Ryan. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Mississippi uh-huh. coach Mike Leach again passed away Monday night from complications related to a heart condition. The school announced he was 61 years old, and we will, as I mentioned, have more on Mike Leach throughout today. More KJM on ESPN Radio coming up next.
5: All right, any questions? Do you
6: believe in Bigfoot.
7: What do you really want from Christmas?
6: Coach, I know you have strong thoughts on weddings. Go elope. Trust me on that.
7: It's a good win. There's a lot of people. It's like Woodstock, except everybody's got their clothes on.
6: you like,
7: you know, this weird basketball pass.
6: That was the beginning of the end.
7: Mike Leach was a martini mix of ingredients never seen before in college football. His coaching career, much like his 61-year-old life, it was not only a road less traveled, but a road that didn't exist until he created it. His mind worked in mysterious, eccentric, and entertaining ways. He was an intellect and a football bohemian who didn't just push the envelope, he tore it up into little pieces. Uh, this guy's going like this, eventually he's going to lose. How else do you explain a football journey that never included playing college football? That saw Leach earn a bachelor's degree a law degree, and a master's degree. And then follow his heart, not to a courtroom, but to the sidelines. From the California desert to the coast of Finland. From obscurity, to eventually head coaching jobs in the Big 12, the Pac-12, and the SEC. See, I'm gonna get my grandkids one of these things. We're like one of the most constipated offenses on earth. He was a singular personality with a singular offense that broke records and defensive coordinators' hearts.
6: Oh, Oh, yeah, there we go.
7: (laughs) (laughs) Leach never met a topic or a microphone he didn't like. I think candy corn's awful. You know, it's like fruitcake. I hope there's Bigfoot. I don't think there is. His stream of consciousness moments could have been pay per view. And his office was equally eclectic. Pirates. Geronimo, and this masterpiece. Once in a while, a pirate can beat a soldier, you know? He won 158 games during his distinguished 21-year career, led 19 of those teams to bowl games, and was the national coach of the year twice. But Leach was bigger than life not because of those numbers, but because of a personality that embraced all things unconventional.
2: Even his death. When people write the Mike Leach obituary, how do you want to be remembered? Well, that's their
1: problem. They're the one writing the obituary. I mean, what do I care? I'm dead. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are.
2: Keyshawn J. Willamax on ESPN Radio. Key, we were, you know, getting ready to talk about and talked about a lot of today. Kyler Murray, and, you know, I was, the story going into the game to me, Bill Belichick, don't be missing the play, you know, missed, not winning a playoff game this year. Ninth year as a head coach without Tom Brady altogether. Come on, man. You got to win a playoff game again at some point. And then, of course, Kyler Murray, and y- you were waiting to, you know, we were talking about how, um, you were waiting to see the, the Cardinals evolve with the air raid to a point where they'd run it a little more. Then Kingsbury ran it at least at first. And now Kyler Murray down with a season end what appears to be a season ending injury, at least in ACL it appears to be. And then, of course, everything stopped because Mississippi State coach Mike Leach passed away Monday, uh, Monday night from complications related to a heart condition at the age of sixty one. Todd McShay, ESPN NFL draft analyst with us now Todd thanks for joining us your thoughts on Mike Leach
5: one of the most interesting characters that that I've ever been around really and and you get so used to coaches meetings and and talking to coaches and and going you know covering games and it's a lot of the same thing everyone lives in a bubble and so concerned about like you know what's our third down package and red zone and what we're doing on special teams and turnovers and all this stuff and with Mike, it was always, always off-topic. It was off the football topic, and I appreciated that about him. It's, it's rare to, to be able to say about a human being that they're always the smartest guy in the room and they're always the funniest guy in the room, and that's what Mike Leach always was. He, just, he, he saw the game in a different way. He was a lawyer. Um, he, he just had so many different passions and interests, and I can't ever remember having a conversation with him or I didn't walk out of the room just like smiling and and thinking about. that was that was so unique. It was so different. And he was an innovator too. I mean, let, let's be honest. You know, the air raid offense and what he did with that. And and some of like, look at his coaching tree. And for years, it was like, well, the air raid is cute. It's you know, they score a lot of points, but there's there's flaws and it won't work in the NFL and all of that. And you look at you know his tree with Josh Heupel and the success he had this year at Tennessee and. Um, Sonny Dykes and what he what he's doing, um, Cliff Kingsbury going on to the NFL, um, Lincoln Riley. You know what is it? Three of the last six Heisman's have, have been you know, played for Lincoln Riley. So he he leaves a, a great legacy and and again one of the most fascinating people and certainly coaches that I've ever been around.
3: Ty, what do you think he he means to? college football as a whole though he meant to
5: college football as a whole i mean he he was the character of, of college football I mean, nick saban's the face but mike leach was a character i mean I, i've never once saw a press conference or, or sometime where he, he shows up on sports center or anywhere else where i i didn't just kind of put down what i was doing or you know stop stop working and using his background and, and just focus on what he was going to say because you knew it was going to be interesting it was probably going to be funny. It was definitely going to be interesting, and and just to know his, his background and, and his intelligence level and and how like he came to the game with a with a law degree, and that's not usually it's like you know I was in, I played ball, I was an assistant coach, and I've lived ball my whole life. That wasn't the case for Mike, and Mike was never afraid to speak his mind and talk about his interests and you know sometimes quirky and kind of out of left field. But always interesting. I mean, I can't, like I said before, I can't ever remember listening to him in a press conference or, or having a conversation with him where we're sitting at a table preparing for a game where I wasn't like, man, that's, you know, I might not agree with it. I might not understand it, but damn, that was interesting. And I, I think that's, that has to be part of his legacy as well.
2: So we're talking about Mike Leach, Mississippi State coach Mike Leach right now. Todd McShay is joining us, Keyshawn J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio. uh, Because Mike Leach has passed away, passed away last night, Monday night, from complications related to a heart condition the school announced at the age of 61. Um, I was talking earlier, Todd, about how few actual innovators there were. And um, we've been discussing Mike Leach, and the point was raised earlier about The fact that, you know, he was in the innovation really was obviously everything builds upon what came before it. But to me, it does seem like there are some kind of moments and some people who actually make a departure in in a new direction, or at least there's like a big jump in what they do. And I always thought that that was the air raid with Mike Leach. It just wasn't just kind of the next step in a gradual evolution, but it was all of a sudden, oh, this is something new. Was it? Yeah, I mean
5: the the way he operated it and and the level that he took it to, and obviously you know other guys have gone on to do their thing and, and put sprinkles on it like Heupel is took a little bit of what Bryles did at Baylor and kind of added it to to his background of the air raid, and um, you know Kingsbury's kind of runs probably the closest system I would say to to what Mike Leach ran and obviously now working it in the NFL and Lincoln Riley added a more physical element. Like it's still the same system, but you're seeing a lot of counters and two offensive linemen polling and a more physical version of it. So, I mean, absolutely an innovator and, and never, never swayed from it. And the the thing that I always appreciated, like if you talk to any of those quarterbacks about this, about the system, he found a way to make a, a, a new offense and something that was so high powered, so simple on the quarterback. You know, it wasn't like 15 words of verbiage in every play call. It wasn't these like complicated full field reads, even though they had some of those things, but it just, for the quarterback, it was like, if this is here, go there. If this is not there, go here. Right. It was Really simple, and that allowed them to go fast and, and allowed them to, to kind of shock defenses with the, the tempo and, and the pace and, and how spread out the, they they were. And it was, you know, it, you prepare for all these offenses, but then you know, you kind of circle, all right, we got air raid this week, and we, we've got to kind of change everything we're thinking and doing to prepare for that.
2: Todd McShay, thank you very much for uh, coming on with us this morning to react to the passing of the late, Mississippi State coach Mike Leach last night from a heart condition at the age of 61. Thank you, Todd.
5: Thanks. Thanks
2: a lot. Keyshawn J. Will and Max, we are presented by Progressive Insurance, and we'll have more on Mike Leach throughout the day here on ESPN Radio. More KJM next.
6: All right,
5: any questions?
6: Do you believe in Bigfoot?
2: What do you really
7: want from Christmas?
6: Coach, I know you have strong thoughts on weddings. Go elope. Trust me on that.
7: That's a good win. There's a lot of people. It's like Woodstock, except everybody's got their clothes on. You know, this weird basketball pass.
6: That was the beginning of the end.
7: Mike Leach was a martini mix of ingredients never seen before in college football. His coaching career, much like his 61-year-old life, was not only a road less traveled, but a road that didn't exist until he created it. His mind worked in mysterious, eccentric, and entertaining ways. He was an intellect and a football bohemian who didn't just push the envelope, he tore it up into little pieces. uh, This guy's going like this, eventually he's going to lose. How else do you explain a football journey that never included playing college football? That saw Leach earn a bachelor's degree? a law degree, and a master's degree, and then follow his heart not to a courtroom, but to the sidelines, from the California desert to the coast of Finland, from obscurity to eventually head coaching jobs in the Big 12, the Pac-12, and the SEC. See, I'm going to get my grandkids one of these things. We're like one of the most constipated offenses on earth. He was a singular personality with a singular offense that broke records and defensive coordinators' hearts.
6: Oh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah,
7: yeah. Leach never met a topic or a microphone he didn't like. I think candy corn's awful. You know, it's like fruitcake. I hope there's Bigfoot. I don't think there is. His stream of consciousness moments could have been pay-per-view. And his office was equally eclectic. Pirates... Geronimo, and this masterpiece. Once in a while, a pirate can beat a soldier, you know? He won 158 games during his distinguished 21-year career, led 19 of those teams to bowl games, and was the national coach of the year twice. But Leach was bigger than life not because of those numbers, but because of a personality that embraced all things unconventional, even his death.
2: When people write the Mike Leach obituary, how do you want to be remembered? Well,
1: that's their problem. They're the one writing the obituary. I mean, what do I care? I'm dead. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning, starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2.
9: Passion, drive, and patience.
8: For the
9: ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn
2: J. Willemax on ESPN Radio. Mississippi State head coach Mike Leach. Passed away Monday night from complications related to a heart condition, the school announced. He was 61 years old. Keyshawn J. Willemax, we are presented by Progressive Insurance and joined now by XFL Arlington Renegades head coach and obviously former Oklahoma football coach Bob Stoops. Um, uh, Good morning, coach.
6: Morning, uh, guys. Uh, good to good to be with you. Unfortunately, in these circumstances. Yeah.
2: So, Mike Leach was uh, an assistant uh, at Oklahoma. Um, for those who didn't know, Coach Leach, what was what's what something you'd like them to know about him?
6: Uh, the most unique uh, football coach in person you'd probably ever run into. Uh, just truly, truly one of a kind. Um, and, uh, you know, he was my first offensive coordinator when I started in 99 at Oklahoma. Remained a dear friend all these years. And uh, just a quick, just a quick, uh, you know, picture of Mike. He had a picture of Geronimo in his office all the time, I, you know, hung in his office. And I would go strolling by his office one of those late nights that us coaches have at, say, 11 at night and you know, trying to make sure the coaches get the heck out of here, Coach Stoops. When when you I, I talked to him for an hour about it, you know about Geronimo. So anyway, special.
2: Bob uh, Bob Stoops with us right now, Coach. Were you choked with emotion just then as you were trying to get the words out?
6: Uh, you know, to some degree, yes. Uh, you know, just it's just hard the the reality of it. Uh, you know, a guy you always loved to see and looked forward to seeing when when you run into him at coaching events or coaches' conventions, those kind of things. We we always kept in touch. Hmm.
3: Coach Stoops, when you were tabbed as the guy to, to turn Oklahoma's program around in '99, what made you go out and grab Coach Leach from Kentucky at the time?
6: Yeah, I How was, was it about the him? coordinator. I was the D coordinator the year before, or three years before at Florida. And the team I had the most problem dealing with was Kentucky. And you look at the top of the SEC, you know, or near the top, in every offensive category, there was Kentucky. So I was like, look, if they can do it at Kentucky like this, why can't we do it here at Oklahoma? And I talk, you know, I called Hal Mummy. Uh, about, you know, Mike could he could he run the offense here at OU? Would you think he'd be a fit, and he said absolutely. So I hired Mike, and it it was fantastic.
2: Talking to Bob Stoops, and now XFL Arlington Arlington Renegades head coach, obviously former Oklahoma football coach. Um, can you talk about your lasting memory of of Coach Leach?
6: Um, just those conversations, uh, late at night, like I said about Geronimo or any other, you know, Mike was just so inquisitive and, and such a bright guy that he was always wanting to know something. He'd, he'd just sit there and drill you with questions about something and, or we'd be, you know, people don't know he'd travel the world or go to different places around the country just to learn, you know, uh, somebody else's culture or, he would. You just always interested in learning, and uh, and uh, you know all us coaches who know him,
3: Coach Stoops. With, with
6: sorry. Mike hey guys, Leaches. I'm in a, I, I'm in a tornado shelter right now in in Dallas, Texas. So that's what the alarm's about. We're uh, there's tornadoes around here. So I'm in a hotel ballroom. So if oh, you hear okay. the buzzing going off, that's what it is. <laughs>
3: Well, stay safe I and mean, yes, don't worry about safe. us.
6: But um But anyway, yeah, Mike is just a special guy, just very unique in all his his uh, ways and we were I was telling the story us coaches if you answer the phone at midnight and it's Mike Lee, you knew you were gonna be on the phone till two in the morning. That's just how it was.
3: You know, it, it's so funny you share that story right there about two in the morning. It it you, you popped it into my head. He was recruiting my son at Washington State. And he literally called me at about one a.m. in the morning. He was up watching film at one a.m. in the morning, and he I'm like, dude, I gotta get up
6: in the morning. He he was a notorious night owl, no, no doubt about it. That is so true. All of us buddies who know him, we'd always get calls at, like I said, midnight, one in the morning, two in the morning, and you know, if you answered it, you're gonna be on the phone for an hour. So.
3: What what is yeah, the college football world gonna miss about Mike Leach not being around?
6: Oh, his interviews! Come on, they're they're legendary. You know, just uh, just pull them up. Um, you know the pirate stories and remember remember him before he goes to Texas A and M when he was at Texas Tech. He was chiding them about their military, uh, you know traditions there and he's like he starts telling everyone you know they're really not soldiers they don't serve he goes they're not they, they're, they're like fake soldiers I mean he's going on and on <laughs> and then he that week he goes there and beats them you know when they're all mad at him for calling them out you know on their traditions there at Texas a and I mean the guy's just legendary and everybody will be pulling up his press conferences and they should he's he was a treat to watch
2: Coach Stoops, we've been talking today about, you know, one of the things that strikes me about um, at the, at now the late Mike Leach was that there are very few real innovators, you know, like originals. And then there's a lot of derivative from them. And of course, they're standing on the shoulders of what came before them, no doubt. But sometimes there's like a leap forward, right? Someone just thinks outside the box and takes stuff in a new direction or jumps, you know, a couple spaces ahead. Um we see the the influence of the air raid everywhere. Um, was was Mike leach a guy who was just the next step in the evolution of this, or was there was there actually a departure here in what he did?
6: No, I think it's fair. You got to give Hal Mummy uh, the credit as well. He and Mike were tied at the hip. Um, Hal Mummy, you know, at Kentucky head coach has kind of brought it to the SEC and I had to deal with it at Florida. But again, he and Mike were, you know, they were together in developing this offense, and they were great friends and very close. And uh, so I couldn't hire Hal Mummy because <laughs> he was a head coach, so I hired his protege, Mike Leach. And I think at, at Oklahoma, we kind of made it popular. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that we did it at Oklahoma, had success, made it popular to do. And then Mike brought it to Texas Tech. You know, uh, he, he was one year with me and then got the head job at texas tech and then then it spread all through the high schools through texas and uh people you know and then little by little different people branch off uh you know lincoln riley was his protege there at uh tech and then sonny dykes had worked with them before josh heifel worked with me here at ou and then uh you know then he branched off you know but mike you know mike recruited josh heifel so you know the tree goes on and on and on and uh But, you know, but it it started there, I think, made it really popular in 99 when we hired Mike. And then it just spread.
2: Thank you, Bob Stoops, Coach Bob Stoops. uh, Stay safe in that tornado shelter. Thank you for talking. (laughs)
6: We're good. Good. Thank you, guys. Thanks for remembering Mike in such a positive way. Special guy.
2: Mississippi State coach Mike Leach passed away Monday night, last night, from complications related to a heart condition. The school announced he was 61 years old. This is Keyshawn, J. Will and Max. There'll be much more on Mike Leach throughout the day here on ESPN Radio, and we'll be back tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. Eastern. Until then, thanks, Key. I'll see you tomorrow.
1: Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will and Max live everywhere you are.
2: Download the ESPN
1: app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are.